Summer Challenge. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mark Summer Challenge. It is the 4th of July. So exciting. I am thankful that we have the freedom to study God's Word together uh, in this country, where other countries, we do not have that same freedom. There are people, there are Christians in other parts of the world who have to hide the fact that they are Christians, who have to go underground into their churches and study in secret or else their governments will uh, persecute them or arrest them. And so aren't you glad that we live in a country where we can study the Word of God freely, where we can know more about Jesus without hiding, without being in secret, Um, It may not always be like this, but for now we have that freedom, so I am thankful for that. Today's devotional is titled Secret Service. Secret Service, kind of fitting for today. Uh, uh, We are reading Mark chapter 3, verse 7 through 19, so you should have already read that passage. You should have already prayed on your own, and now we're doing this devotional together, okay? Secret Service in Mark chapter 3, verses 7 through 19. I've got three points for you. Number one, the popularity of Jesus. The popularity of Jesus. We see this in verses 7 through 9. Everyone is flocking to hear Jesus, the preacher, but also because he is the healer. It says crowds and crowds of people are flooding to see Jesus and just to even touch Jesus. Maybe if they just touch Jesus, maybe if they just touch his clothes, that they would be healed. This is the power and the authority that Jesus displays by performing his many miracles. And remember, what is the purpose of Jesus performing these miracles? It is to point to the greater miracle to have people believe in him where he is going to die on the cross for our sins and resurrect from the grave to defeat death. It is all pointing to the greater miracle that is going to happen. And the purpose of it is so that people would believe in him, so that people would believe and follow Jesus. But I just want to read with you verse 9 of Mark chapter 3, and because it is pretty remarkable to me and awesome to see how many people are following Jesus and are flooding to him. Okay, read verse 9 with me. Verse 9, Mark chapter 3, and he told his disciples that a boat should stand ready for him because of the crowd so that they would not crowd him. For he had healed many with the result that all those who had afflictions pressed around him in order to touch him. This is pretty remarkable to me to see how floods of people are coming to Jesus. His popularity is increasing. They are loving Jesus. But at the same time, there is an increase in tension. And anger is building towards Jesus by the Pharisees and the religious leaders. And uh, they are so upset and angry that Jesus would assert this kind of authority that only God should be asserting. Jesus is equating himself to God because he is God, and the religious leaders are very upset. He's increasing in popularity because he's healing people, and the people love that, but with the religious leaders, they are becoming more and more upset. That's number one, the popularity of Jesus. Number two, see the power of Jesus. Isn't this just a theme in the book of Mark so far? As we see the power 
and authority of King Jesus as he performs his miracles, as he preaches to thousands. His miracles leave people asking, who is this man who has such great authority? Maybe really they're asking, who does this guy think that he is? Well, the answer is in verse 11, read it. He is the son of God. He is the son of God. And this is a thing to remember that Jesus Christ is both fully man and fully God. And only he is capable of performing these great miracles. And again, these miracles are all pointing to his power and has a purpose to bring people to repentance and to believe in him and to follow him. This is great power from Jesus. That's verses 10 through 12. So we saw over, uh, point one, the popularity of Jesus. Point two, the power of Jesus. And now point three, the people of Jesus. In verses 13 through 19, Jesus chooses 12 men as his apostles. 12 men out of the many people that are following him, Jesus carefully chooses them. There is no application. There is no sign up online. The, this is Jesus appointing these specific 12 men to be his apostles and to be his uh, disciples who would follow him and who would preach for him. So these are guys who are sinners just like you and me and whom God has chosen to be representatives and ambassadors of Jesus. You know how like in our country we have ambassadors who go into different countries uh, say India, China, all these different countries, and they are ambassadors of the United States. What this means is that they represent us. They are there to represent the United States of America in a different country. And so they should be uh, doing their best. They should be looking good. They should represent us well, right? If we want to look good as a country, our representatives who go out to different countries should represent us well. And so is true with us being, if you are a Christian, you are an ambassador of Christ. You are a representative of Christ. And so we must also represent Christ well in all that we do. In all that we do. We are representatives of the King. Uh, these ambassadors, these 12 apostles that Jesus has chosen, they have really two specific duties, two jobs, okay? One is to follow Jesus, to be with Jesus. Jesus chooses them so that they can be with him day in and day out. They can uh, just be interacting in life together uh, and that they can live together while he is on earth and in his ministry. And the same is true with us. As ambassadors and representatives of Christ, our really job, our greatest priority is to be with Jesus, to have an intimate relationship with him, where we are constantly in his word, we're constantly uh, praying to him, we're constantly desiring to know more about Jesus because he is our savior, he is our friend, and so we have to have an intimate relationship with him as his ambassadors. It is sweet. The second job of these ambassadors, the 12 chosen apostles, is to preach the good news. To go out now and to preach the message of Jesus Christ. 
And they would do this. That was their job. And it is our job also, as we talked about yesterday somewhat. We have to go and preach the gospel to our friends, to our family, to everybody that we can. Not just, it's not a suggestion. This is a command from God and from the Bible that we must, if we are Christians, we must preach the gospel to others. Why? Because our main job always is to give God glory. And what better way to give God glory than to preach his good news to lost sinners so that maybe those lost sinners who don't know Jesus, when we preach the gospel to them, maybe their hearts will be softened by God. They will learn about Jesus and they will come to faith in him. And then they will become worshipers of Jesus who will also aim to glorify God. And we will all be glorifying God together. Okay? So two duties of these ambassadors and two duties of us that we are to have a relationship with Jesus, be, have an intimate relationship with him, and number two, to preach his gospel. Okay? This is the secret service. They get a boat ready for him to escape the crowds. The crowds are pressing in. His popularity is increasing. He's healing people left and right. He's preaching. Uh, and he chooses his 12 apostles, great power and authority from King Jesus. And uh, what an awesome passage to study. Okay, so three questions that you're going to answer now after this video online. What does it mean to be an ambassador of Christ? That's number one. What does it mean to be an ambassador of Christ or a representative of Christ? Number two, what were the two duties of Christ's ambassadors or Christ's representatives. What were their jobs? Their two jobs that we just talked about. And number three, I want you to examine your own life. Number three, in what areas of your life can you be a better ambassador of Christ, a better representative of Christ? Maybe think about those ways that you don't really represent Christ all too well. What ways can you grow in those areas? Okay, so answer those questions now and then you'll get to your 4th of July festivities and it's going to be fun. Okay, see you soon. See you tomorrow. Bye.